Hey everyone, this is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdBits. This is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, and today we are going to be talking solo 401k employer contribution rules. So let's start real quick. Solo 401k is an individual or self-employed 401k plan that any business could adopt so long as you have no full-time employees, which basically means anyone who works more than a thousand hours in a year or two consecutive years of 500 hours plus, which are essentially non-owner employees. Does not include 1099 contractors, essentially non-owner employees and spouses of owners. So for most solo 401k plans, you have either one owner or a husband and wife or multiple owners, partners, but no non-owner employees. So no one that does not own the company or any percentage of the business that works over a thousand hours or 500 hours, two consecutive years. So once you have a solo 401k, there's two types of contributions you can make. Employee deferrals, which you can check another ad bits on that will detail the employee deferral contributions, how they work and employer profit sharing contributions, which are the contributions made by the business. Now, when you look at employer contributions, you have to first identify the business that's making the contributions because the type of business you have will actually determine the percentage you could put in as an employer contribution, i.e. the max contribution. So if you're self-employed or a single member LLC, the max you can do is 20% of the comp. And it's based off your net schedule C since sole proprietors and single member LLCs file a schedule C. So you would add up all your income and then minus your expenses and the net schedule C amount would be the number that you would then be able to take the 20% off. Now in 2020, the max 415 limit is 57K or 63.5 if you're over 50. In 2021, the 415 limit is going to go to 58 or 64,500. So that means you can never contribute more than that to the plan. So the employee deferrals, again, employee is different than employer. Employee comes from you as the employee. The max is 19.5 or 26,000 if you're over 50. So once you make those contributions, you can never go above the 57 or 63.5 once you add in the employer's contribution. So let's take an example. If you're a single member LLC, Schedule C, Schedule C amounts 40K, you're under 50. You can go 19.5 plus approximately 20% of 40, which is 8, giving you 27.5 out of the 40. And then you're going to pay tax on only 12,500, which is really good. So you get a tax deduction for the deferrals and the profit sharing and you reduce your taxes and those funds can grow without tax. So again, you can never contribute more than you earn or the 415 limit, which is the 57 or 63.5. Now, if you're a C Corp or S Corp W2 employee, everything is based off your W2. So even if your S Corp makes a million dollars, if you only take a 50,000 W2, your profit sharing and your employee deferral is 
based off that 50K W-2. So let's take an example. You make $100,000 W-2 in an S-Corp and you're over 50. You can do 26K plus 25% of 100, giving you the 51. Since you're under the 57, the 63.5, since you're over 50, the 415 limit, you can make the contribution, no problem. Employee deferrals, real quick, can be pre-tax or Roth. Profit sharing employer contributions always have to be in pre-tax. So you get the tax deduction for them. If your plan allows, you can then convert to Roth. Again, so just a quick recap, employee deferrals, what you as an employee make, 19.5 or 26,000, that's dollar for dollar. So if you made 21,000 or so, you can probably put in up to 19.5. One thing to note as well is that employee deferrals are always subject to Social Security and FICA tax, about 15%. So you, you can reduce your federal and state tax, but you always have to pay your Social Security, Medicare, FICA on the amount of your income. So if you made 40,000, take around 15% away, that net amount is then available for employee deferrals and profit sharing contributions, okay? The employer contributions are 20% if you're a single member LC, Schedule C, 25% if you're a W-2. Now, I just wanna throw a wrinkle in this. Let's say you are husband and wife, okay? And one spouse makes 50 grand and the other spouse makes 200 grand, okay? So you're gonna have a situation where the spouse that makes the 200 grand clearly is gonna be able to make the 19,500 deferral, assuming they're under 50, plus if you look at 25% of 200, right, that individual is going to be able to max out their contributions, um, clearly, right? So 200 times 0.25, it's gonna get to 50, 50 plus 19.5 is 69. So he's gonna have too much, right? He only could put in 57. So he's already doing 19.5, he doesn't need to use the full 50, okay? All he's gonna need is the 37.5. So under the 401k rules, believe it or not, when you look at the employer contributions, the rules state it's in the aggregate, it's not per employees. The rules state, so long as your plan allows for this, that you would add up the salaries of both your owners. So let's say one spouse makes 50, the other spouse makes 200, so that's 250. And then 25% of 250 would be the amount that is available for employer contributions, which is 62,500. So if one spouse is getting 37,500, you then have some wiggle room, right? To use the remaining funds of the 62,500 minus the 37,500 or 25,000 to add to the other spouse. So even though the other spouse only made 50K, assuming she makes a 19,500, she can now do 25,000 profit sharing, giving her the ability to, out of that 50, to really almost put away all of it into a 401K. Now, if it's a W-2 employee, right, all they're gonna get a deduction for is that 19,000 or 26 is the employee deferral. The company will get the deduction for the employer contributions. But if it's an S-Corp, it's a pass-through entity, so there will be a benefit derived by the owner as well. So again, this is only gonna work if one or more spouses, generally one spouse makes a lot and the other spouse makes a little, or one partner makes a lot and the other partner makes a little, and one partner is gonna be able to use all of the profit sharing and there'll be some leftover. And that leftover amount can be used to add 
as a contribution to the other spouse or partner, so long as it's not above what they earn. Remember, the 415 limit says you can never contribute more than you earn or 57 or 63,500 if you're over 50, right? So in the case of one spouse makes 50, the other spouse makes 200, the one that makes 50 would put in 19.5 as a deferral. The profit sharing can never be more than 50, right? So let's say the husband made 280, right? And the excess that the husband's contribution, right? The husband's going to max out to 57, 19.5 plus the 37.5. That will give the husband or that spouse the ability to max out, okay? However, there's going to be money left over. So that money that's left over now could be allocated to the other spouse so long as it doesn't go above the 250, right? Again, let's take another example. One spouse makes 50,000, the other spouse makes 270, okay? So let's just do the math. 50,000 plus the 270,000 equals 320,000, 0.25% of that, okay, will give you uh, the total amount of contributions, right? So 50,000 plus the 270,000, I said, okay, equals the 320 times the 0.25 equals 80,000, okay? So one's going to use 37,500, right? The other spouse is now going to have the ability to use all 37,500 to basically put away out of the 50,000 she earned, she'll almost be able to take a $50,000 contribution to the plan. So the company will get the full deduction of the 25% of the 50 and the 270, the 320. Um, and each employee, each partner is going to be able to use up to their 415 limit. So in that case, it works. But if each employee or each partner, I should say, let's say the husband and wives each made 50 grand, right? And they're under 50. S Corp W2. They'd each be able to do 19.5 plus 25% of 50, 10 each. So 29.5 out of the 50. That's the most they can do, right? Because if you add up 50 and 50 times 100 plus times 0.25% is 25,000 bucks, they're using all that, right? They're going to use all that on themselves. So again, if they could do this, if they each made 50K, it's it's not 10, sorry, it's 50,000 times. 0.25%, okay, which will give them their profit sharing contribution. So if you do the math, it's 12,500 plus the 19,500. They're each going to be able to put that in. They're not going to be able to do more because they're going to reach the contribution limit of 25% times the aggregate salaries of the profit sharing. So again, This little trick I just mentioned where you can piggyback off one spouse will only work if one spouse makes a lot and the other or the other partner or other spouse makes less. Just something to keep in mind. For most people, if it's a solo 401k, it's either 20% Schedule C or or single member LC, 25% max. When I say max, you can do 1% or 5% or 10%. You don't have to go to 25%, but you can, and it's always pre-tax. If you have a situation where one partner makes a little and the other partner makes a lot, and the other partner is able to max out and there's excess contributions available when you add up all the salaries and times it by 25% or 20%, um, then you have some wiggle room and then you could piggyback the excess from one partner to the other partner and allow both contribu- both parties um, you know, to add in more money I- into the plan. So again, a little trick that most 
uh, solo 401k providers aren't aware of uh, just because they're not tax attorneys or ERISA attorneys like like I am. So uh, just another wrinkle that I wanted to share because you never want to leave money on the table. If it's available to be put into your plan, why not take it? You'll get the deduction. And if you get the deduction, you might as well dump it into your 401k and have those funds grow with, without tax, which is called tax deferral. So there you have it. That's how the employer contribution solo 401k plan rules work. Hope you enjoyed AdBits. Thank you for all your support. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and uh, again, if you haven't gone solo and you're self-employed or you have a business with no full-time employees, check it out. It's a great way to have your own robust retirement plan. It's actually better than working at Google or Apple. Why? Because you can get the profit sharing. Google and Apple aren't going to give you 25% of your salary. So you'll get the ability to go 19500 or 26000 employee deferral. Plus, you'll get the profit sharing. Plus, there's a loan feature. So there's all these great opportunities that you can build an amazing retirement plan for your business. And because you're self-employed, you're not going to have to deal with a lot of the ERISA rules, which are complex and quite expensive. So there you have it. That's how the solo 401k employer contribution rules work. Thank you and um, look forward to talking with all of you again next week.